Welcome to BrainStuff, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, BrainStuff, Lauren Volkbaum here with a classic episode from our erstwhile host, Christian Sager. The team around the currently-at-home office is continually fascinated by accents and how they work. Partially because we say things into microphones for a living, but the way that accents develop over time is so weird and cool. In this episode, Christian takes a look at how two distinct American accents came to be. Hey, BrainStuff, it's Christian Sager here. Warm up your vocal cords because today we're diving into the history of Boston and New York accents. Now, I'm from the Boston area originally, and tourists love to ask if they can park the car in Harvard Yard, or rather, pack the car in Harvard Yard. This question illustrates the stereotypical Boston accent, whose origins date back to the 17th century. Beantown's famous dialect is a melting pot, bearing the influence of Quakers, Puritans, and Algonquin Indians alike. But by far, the Boston accent's best-known quirk is the tendency to drop the R sound. This is exchanged for an ah, turning beer into beer. Until recently, historians attributed the custom to good old Anglophilia. Supposedly, Massachusetts colonists were trying to emulate the highbrow norms of England's elite, who always made a point to ditch their R's. However, this explanation might have it backward. The dropped R habit first showed up in southeastern England, where it wasn't originally seen as prestigious. In 2012, linguist Richard Bailey used phonetically written records to show that the trend later became popular in pre-revolutionary Boston. And yet, according to his research, Britain's well-off wouldn't embrace the practice until the mid-1800s. So, in other words, it's possible that English socialites were copying Boston, and not vice versa. Oh, and for what it's worth, Harvard Yard has very strict parking policies, so you might want to leave your vehicle elsewhere. I'm just just telling you that. As was the case in Boston, though, the first English speakers to arrive in the New York region came from the south of England. At some point in the 18th century, New Yorkers started dropping their R's. Even the ones originally from the north of England picked up the habit. This explains why Hyde Park's own Franklin Delano Roosevelt said fear instead of fear during the biggest address of his life. The missing R phenomena began to die down after World War II, but other norms still persist. Say Long Island instead of Long Island, and you'll be pegged for an area native. Some believe this little eccentricity could be the product of Yiddish or Italian influence. However, other linguists aren't convinced. Most experts agree that the New York accent's basic characteristics are British in origin. What's debatable is the exact degree to which any non-English language affected any specific word pronunciations or sentence structures. As such, we may never know where coffee or Tori Tord Street came from. Today's episode was written by Mark Mancini and produced by Tristan McNeil and Tyler Klang. For more on this and lots of other distinct topics, visit HowStuffWorks.com. BrainStuff is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts are wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Listener.